0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another sensational episode of the Curious K Podcast. My name is Kola and I'm your host. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Curious K Podcast is a show where I meet with amazing startup founders, ecosystem builders, and everyone working to make entrepreneurship thrive. And this is the 31st episode of the podcast, and I'm very, very excited about this episode, as you know. I'm always excited about all the episodes on the show. And this episode features Gola Imano, uh, who is the CEO of Temai, a company headquartered in California, and a YC alumni. Uh, he's also an angel investor. And I'll just talk briefly about Temai. It's a communication platform uh, that allows African businesses to send messages to anyone across SMS, email, voice, and instant messaging. Thank you very much, Boladi Emanuel, for joining us today on Queer Escape Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. So how are you doing today? How's it going?
1: Yeah, I'm doing fine. A lot of work, but yeah, it's going, we're pushing it. It's going well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, we have to keep pushing. All right, Emmanuel. So, can you just um, uh, give us a background? Uh, give us like a, a sneak peek uh, into your educational background.
1: Okay, so, uh, I started out in. Um, so, I'm not a typical tech guy, anyways. I started out in urban original planning in the University of Lagos. Um, um, basically, that's I, I majored more in design. Right, so. Um, I did more of um, urban design, basically, um, as as opposed to the general planning um, practice, basically, right. So I did that for for, for some time, and um, then I ventured into um, basically digital marketing. Let me put it like like that. So I so I, I basically I was doing consulting for different companies and startups. That was from school till I I left school, right. So I did the consulting for quite a while personally. Then I started um, with a couple of people and uh, did consulting um, um, in that particular vehicle, right? So let let me just say that was like early early years of I Let me put it like like that in the making. Basically, so I did I did a couple of consulting then under that kind of vehicle. Basically. Um I would say it. it yeah, things didn't go as planned, right? Uh, during that, that 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 period, because basically I was consulting and I was also learning at the same time, right? So it was like a le- learning curve. It was my first time into tech, so it's not like um, I had much experience, right? So we're just winging it, basically, and trying to make, trying um, to serve different customers and things like that, right? And um, I think um, down at the line, I um I had to quit that basically right Uh, it wasn't it wasn't really working Uh, i don't think i've mentioned this in other places before but it wasn't really working um anyways right but i i I did a couple of for several companies right um uh, it was more like um you doing maybe web development um social media content and stuff like that basically right so so um learning about the whole space Uh, i eventually doing the space of that i worked as coo for uh, sorry CTO for a retail company Um, i was managing the detective at that time that was like my first major experience like job experience right so at that time i'd learned how to code and all of that so i I was hired because of my skills at that time right through a friend um for this retail company the company is is no longer functioning but at that time they were like a very hot deal i think they were doing stuff around uh, it was the uh, e- e- e-commerce era, right? So they were doing stuff okay. around sales of um, female shoes. So they were very, they were everywhere, banners everywhere, stuff. So the company was really a hot thing, but it was just not my my thing, right? The company was doing fine at that time before I left, but it was really not my thing at that at that point. Right? So I had to leave and continue my consulting practice at that time. Um, I think I went back to school um, sometimes in 2017 or 18. Uh, I, I I did um, a course at um that's um the EDC at, at Lagos Business School right so in 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 in, a, in a, what kind of entrepreneurship right so and okay yeah, yeah that went well and um, uh, after then I think I came back again to the tech space trying to see what could work out right but I remember some of the experiences I had while I was consulting with a bunch of companies and I remember that many of them had problems. Um, you know, engaging customers, right? Um, the, the, it, and it was a very big problem. They were spending thousands, thousands of dollars, right? Just trying to connect with customers, you know, paying different platforms. And it was just not working, right? Some wanted to verify these customers, but it wasn't really working. So emails uh, was what people were, were using at, at that time. And for an average African, right, really emails, people don't really check their emails until after some some, some few days, basically, right? And sometimes mails even end up in spam. So it's not really effective. Or if you're in Gmail, it ends up in p- promotions where you have tons of, uh, you know, promotions swarming that particular message, right? So it wasn't really effective, right? And I thought, okay, why not build this thing? And so my current uh, CTO, who is also my co-founder now, you know, at that time, we, we worked on a several projects while I was doing that co- consulting practice, right? So we worked on a lot of projects together. And so I called him up, that see I'm starting this whole um um you know entrepreneurship thing again and uh, can you join me this time around let's let's make this stuff work let's, let's build something around this communication space and see how how it works so then was still i was still really bootstrapping at that time right so it wasn't really we had not started anything major so it was still development and all of that right and um, so i met um account here i met um The founder that's Merlin in Morocco so I went from Morocco for a particular program and um, I met him and we talked about the whole um his plans in Africa in in that's in in, in Africa and Nigeria in specific and so I came on board I told him he told me that he would like me to have on board although he knew I was working on something side but he was like just needed me to come on board and you know and work with him so I came on board I came here and um did a couple of work with him for a while before I, I moved back to my company and focused fully on it. Yeah.
0: All right. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, while you were still at Accenture, you you were building yeah. Tamai on the side. Uh, that was like because you've already identified the problem. There was did you experience the same issue while you were with here?
1: yeah yeah exactly right and that's even one of the thing that that just made me know that well i think i need to really focus on this right so because it was it was still an obvious thing right we needed to 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 basically use messaging to you know verify customers or transaction basically but it wouldn't necessarily be a heavy part As i can tell you one of the things that uh interested me was really on their model of uh, the fintech thing right so I wanted to really learn about the fintech space, right? In fact, I've my current uh, major customer base at financial service companies, right? So uh, it, it launched me into the fintech space, right? So I, I I kind of learned quite a number of things that I consider more in the fintech space and how it really works, right? Um, how banks work, how financial service companies work and all of that, right? So it was a learning curve for me at that time, um, basically, right? So my my, my 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 main job was just to, you know, work with those people in the space. You know, close deals and really help the, the team scale. You know, at, at that particular time, and well, you know, we did quite well uh, for a company at that time. And um, uh, so, but I basically had to just leave, right? Um, so I, I, I was was for something running, but it wasn't really. Um, you uh, I have not given 100% at that time. You know, we, you know the way it works in 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 Nigeria uh, right now. You basically just hustling you know, left and right, uh, basically. So I would say Temai was a side gig at that time, right? Uh, uh, to, uh, for, for, me, for me really, right? Because I put more time at accounts here, you know, at that particular point.
0: All right, great. So so by the time you started
1: uh, Temai
0: fully, mm-hmm. uh, what was that process like? And were you able to like make some sales while you're running it as a side gig? Were you generating revenue? Because you mentioned you were bootstrapping. Or if you can just run us through, like, the journey of, like, getting your first customer on board. Or were you able to leverage your relationship with Accantere to have them as, your like, your first user? Uh, if you can just share uh, that that story with us.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Accantere I, I was, there was no real relationship, to be honest, right? So Accantere was um, purely... I can tell you at that time, we, our focus was more with the banks. We were trying to really onboard banks at that time. So I was having several meetings and meetings. It was crazy, right? So I was always on the road, right? Hitting the banks and everywhere. So we we're really trying to scale the SME platform at that time. So it was not really the time I think. I was focused on something entirely different. So, um, but I, I just got to the point. I was always on the road. It was exhausting, right? So, and um, there was a couple of, um, challenges here and there right so also personally right you know I you know I was already um I was about to even get married at that time right so so was just a bunch of things basically and I just said you know what I think I need to um you know you know just um step back a bit and give myself a break because I was always on the road like for like almost a whole year right you know meetings meetings it was it was not funny at all so I was like I just need to step back a bit and um Focus right and so um i think sometimes I, I took during that period i took some time to just try and focus a little bit on tema right and see you know how things could could be done right and um late i think this was in 2019 or so you know so that period i i focused on it my co-founder basically was uh, that's my city at that time he was still working on the project on his own right so he was more focused, right, on the whole build and all of that. So we tried to pitch it to a couple of customers, and companies, and even investors, right, if it would yeah, make any traction, you know, at that particular time. I don't think, um, okay, I can say it was not really, of was not a customer. Anymore. We didn't really do, uh, uh, if, if they onboarded maybe some other time later, but I don't think they were fully really onboarded on this, right? So the, the use case that we really had was for, um, the pain point was more for financial service payment company at that time. Okay. They were those that really had that pain point. So our early customers at that time was the likes of Bankly. That time, Bankly just started. Uh, Fonda also started at that time. So a couple of companies that started very early, Ulesson too, started at that time. I think those were like our very first um, contracts I was able to get. I, I got Ulesson through a friend and um, you know, they were like very first customers that... I came on board at that time. At that time, the platform was very scrappy and crappy. Right? It was it was it wasn't uh, fully fleshed out, right? But I think Sim Sim really wanted. So I think at Unlesson the they were having a problem with verifying their customers and also engaging them. Uh, they were spending a lot of money on on Twilo. Right? It was quite a lot, and so there was no really African alternative. They had tried different platforms, which I don't need to mention names, but it wasn't just working. So Sim really wanted a solution. So it was, um, okay, so it was Sim of um, e and then um, Schoolable, um, um, you know, Schoolable and um, Bankly, um, um, Tony of Bankly, you know, so okay. like, those three, three companies were like our very first um, main customers and they were really having the same problem. So Sim was, was actually ready to work with me to find a solution for their own problem, right? So it means we're building specifically for their problem. So a lot of was built specifically for 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 this platform. So we really just scaled on top of this platform. We learned their problem, and we started optimizing to fit their their problem, right? And uh, I saved them a lot of money. And at that time, I think we we're saving probably a lot of money. We saved SIM a lot of money, and also uh, we saved uh, or Bankers some money, also there, right? So the platform scaled from there and on and on, and then uh, I think we pitched it to. But before that time, before we even able to close very well with these guys, we we pitched it to Microtraction. So I met um, I don't even know how I met Yele. I think I met Yele through. So I was I'm very um, I was very um dedicated to um uh, CCOB at that time, right? So it means okay. I, I attended every event as ccco I did everything as as um basically as ccco right? So it was really. Uh, so I met. So there was a particular event we did as as by at that time, and I met. Ye- he, he lived there, so I met him in 2018. But I kept um, him in my contacts, right? For for a while, I kept sending him mails and mails and mails about what I'm doing. I just kept giving him like investor updates, even if he okay. have not invested, right? So then I think in 2019, he called me up for a meeting, and we just spoke about it. So I don't think he invested in what we're building. He invested in what we could build because he was one telling me what we should build, right? <laughs> so he came and said, "Right, that I like the hustle spirit and all of that. Um I know you, you guys are far behind what you, this platform could be, but he told me to to actually check about the particular platform. I said that can you guys do this thing? Right? I said, ah, I said, that's the direction we are going. Now. He said no problem. In fact, what he, he talked about is not even what we are doing currently. Right? So he <laughs> guys, that the journey has changed, but he just yeah. felt that this guy has the ability to build this thing. Right, so I'm sure. People out there will, will, will look at us and think, "Oh, Microtraction invested in Tema as it is right now. Tema is just a name, right? So that, that's really the, the, the disclaimer, right? So Tema is just uh, is an idea, really. And um, Microtraction a Future Hub at that time just invested in that idea of Tema, right? Um, and when I mean idea, I don't even mean the platform that we that you see right now. It's just that uh, idea of." Uh, making communication much more easier because these companies, y- 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 was telling me at that time that they, tried, they had faced this kind of issue in places that he had been be- um, before, right? And it feels that like a company should be able to solve this problem. So I was just telling them the future that communication could be much more easy for, for businesses and they can easily communicate with these guys, you know, on, on like a single channeled messaging, two-way messaging, you know. So I had just given those picture and I was like, wow, that if I can really work on it. So, so I just used Temai as that umbrella to house that thing right so so i so i was like you know what let me umbrella this idea on that term i write and um so i basically started the whole journey right you know the rest is history yeah Yeah.
0: amazing story right there yeah so uh so when did you start exploring uh y combinator or at what point did you get into why so, was so like that was very first crazy. yeah
1: that was actually very crazy right so you, you know it's uh, It's sometimes people think things happen overnight, right? Um things happen overnight, but Mm. really a lot of things are just preparation that just meets opportunity, right? Um so like I said, it's been a journey of a lot of failed attempts, right? A lot of things that did not work out and well. And so that whole micro traction thing was just um preparation meeting opportunity, to be honest, right? Like I said. Michael Jackson really did not invest. Yeah, I get the whole media out front, right, of, uh, okay, we invested in these different articles. But to be honest, Dilly and um, Dior just took a fly on me and uh, my co-founder, right? So they just looked at us and were like, these guys, ah, that's, yeah, these guys have been on a journey. Try, You know, that kind of thing. And like, you know what? Um, can you guys do this thing right, um, that you're talking about and we said yes we can really build it out um, and they said the problem that we're going to invest right and so it was like not even I think maybe like a month right um, we were also speaking with future Africa at that time uh, future hub sorry and uh, future hub to look. Uh, so future hub's criteria really was that they were just coming in as a follow-on with uh, microtraction so they invested simultaneously micro traction we're investing so we're pitching so, so how much was invested then can you can you share uh, yeah it was 30k it was it was on, on the news right so 30k okay. in total, the, the, the two of them right so i think we we're pitching um future we we're pitching micro traction and we we're also pitching future uh, hub also at the same time future hub their only reason why they invested was that they they were investing with with, uh, with transient holdings and so they wanted to Enter the mobile space. They needed like a platform that is, uh, enables B two B transactions, right, and can and can really uh, utilize their platform. You know, the uh, transfer of these controls majority of the smartphones in Africa, right? So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So, so 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 they were looking for for platforms around that play, and we just so what we we're pitching to them as an idea just made sense, and they were like if we can build this out, to so they are willing to come on board. So, it, so 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 both of them they just took a fly on us at that time and. Uh, some days after or, or some weeks after Michael Traction invested, a dial ca- called me up of Michael Traction. I was like, the YC application will soon uh, finish. It's going to get exhausted. That they are going to close it basically and all of that. That um, Should I, am I not going to apply? I said, well, I was like, what exactly is his white Combinator? Because I really did not know about YC. So you know, so he explained to me. I was like, eh, I'm like California, uh, far away. <laughs> That's okay. Let me see if we... I was not even sure of the whole application, but I said, let me just even try. So I did it. They fine-tuned it, and we applied. And the funny thing, they didn't even do any interview for us. So they usually do this uh, video interview for people. But for us, we didn't do any interview.
0: The guys got in straight. straight.
1: Yeah, (laughs) amazing. And just called us straight to California that we should come and have a physical meeting with them. So there was no digital meeting, nothing. right? And by the time we got there, You know, it was like back to back. So I think they had, they just wanted, in fact, even yc too. I asked them that after the meeting with them, I asked them, why exactly want to invest? And they said, they usually don't invest in CPAS platforms in Africa because they've seen the trend that um, some of the companies don't really work out. They've impeached many messaging platforms, right? But they just feel that we can make it work, that they just looked at us and one of the partners said, these guys can make it work. Right, and um, and that's why they, they took a fly basically, and that's all. Uh, and that was the the end of that episode. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. So, what was the journey like
0: in YC? What was the experience? I mean, was it Because I mean, when you applied, that was the first time you heard about it. What were were what, what the expectations? Were they met? Can you just tell us about you know honest, during the, the the YC program?
1: To be honest, there was really no expectation. Like, you can't have expectation of something that, that you don't even know what you're expecting, <laughs> you, know, you, don't even know, you don't know anything about it. So, we got there, and um, the, the interview was intense, right? So, it was like a reality check, right? You know, back to back. In fact, everything that we're having back to back to be to totally prove to you that the current platform that we have in Temai, Right, you know, the thing is that on the news, right, you, you only just see what people project to you. Right? Oh, tell me, I remember, okay, they started on this. What you are seeing on a platform right now has nothing to do with what we started um, in 2017 or something or whatever where, during my consulting days and things that I was trying to do is purely completely different, right? Because during YC, they they debunked everything, right? They were like. You know, this thing cannot work, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, we practically pivoted from everything, right? Um, from what, what, what we're basically doing, because YC encourages you to shut down and start again, right? So we just necessarily just shut down what, what we're doing and just, you know, it was like a had reset at YC. You know, mm. and we started thinking about, okay, how, what exactly does people like you, Lessing, Bankly, and the rest, what exactly is their pain point, right? Is it just a messaging platform or is it a communications infrastructure? you know, when you're saying infrastructure, you're talking about APIs and all of that. You're talking about some things complex, right? And it's, it's a lot of infrastructure build, a lot of connecting to the telcos, operators, vendors, all those kind of things, you know, payments, how do you pay the telco? all those things. is what, like, you know, that's what these companies are interested in. It's not just an alternative route, whether it's SMS or email. So if you notice, we don't even pitch them as, a, um, a, um, you know, use SMS or email or WhatsApp. No, we don't pitch that, right? What we, we basically tell customers is that, We've built a communication infrastructure that allows you to both verify, authenticate, and engage your customer, right, um, basically. So it verifies the transactions, verifies their identity, authenticate using messaging channels to verify all of these things and then engage the customers after those verification has been done. And then we have three products, Switch, Token, and Insight. And uh, so but if you go to other platforms, you see that they are selling messaging channels. No, we don't do that, right? So our platform, so each of these products has, a lot of APIs under them, and a lot of um, no-code tools or dashboard tools that allows you to do a bunch of things, right? Like you know, um, switching messages, generating tokens, uh, validating customers, validating networks, all those things, right? That is, is, is what we basically. Do. So it's a communication, full communication stack that helps all these companies to to really succeed, and um, and that's what we really pitch, right? And doing YC, that was really how we were able to flesh that out, right? The partners were amazing to help us out with that. And, um, you know, like what he always says, you should feel, it's better you feel fast. So feel fast and move forward, right? Um, uh, basically. So so like, so like I said, right, that was what my Traction and Future Hub invested in, the idea that communication could be better, not necessarily... So Temai as a name is just a brand name, right? You know, uh, what, what makes the company, what it is today is that idea of, of power and communication across Africa for the African, like right? not a, a european company or a US company, you know, coming into Africa to to help to come make money from the market. No, but Africa is building for Africans and supporting African businesses. That's really uh, helping them to succeed. And so far, we are we have we, really done it for the likes of cheaper cash, team up, paystack, Piggyverse, and a bunch of other companies, and we are helping these companies succeed. Basically,
0: right, and meet their milestones,
1: you know, using our communication stack. Amazing, yeah. So after after the YC, uh, you had to
0: do like hard research, you know, rebuild the platform and everything, and you need to start customer acquisition conversation again. How was it like? Did the brand YC uh, did that help you in 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 advancing your go to market strategy faster? Did that influence you acquiring the, new customers? Decision.
1: Don't let anybody deceive you. YC doesn't do anything like that for you, right? Right. Even with the brand name, the hype of YC is just after. It's just doing your demo day. After demo day, right? Everything is good. Have you check that? Do a check, right? And check all the YC companies that have left YC. How many of them do you really, 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 really hear about so much like that? You don't really hear so much, right? Not that they are not doing amazing stuff they are doing, but my point is that. If you really want to stay relevant, right, in the industry, right, even for the ones that are doing very well, right, if you want to stay relevant, they are the, is the founders that are pushing it, not Wise, right. Wise is just there to create, to help you, you know, look at the, your your platform very well, look at the whole thing, and say, are you in the right direction, or do you need the, like a hard research So, so Wise is like a place to make the hard decisions, right. Um, do you need to really shut down this company and start again, right? Um, are you really, um, you know. So their their money is to um is to help you figure out a lot of problems, right? And and like really revamp it. A lot a lot of companies switch their their names, even at YC. For for me, I I just decided not to switch the the name really, but a lot of companies shut down everything, right? They shut down the name, shut down the company, shut down everything, the platform. They just do like total resets, right? Basically, but well, I was like you know, do I need to do this research or should I just change what we are doing the platform itself, right, uh, you know, and, and you know, and that's what I basically just build in a platform that could do what we are, what, what we're pitching, and so in terms of acquiring customers, right, um, I already had contacts with, for my consulting days, I had contacts with certain people, so some of them were able to help me get first customers, right, so um, also the, the YC network too is also, so you could work with alumni co- companies, but it's not automatic, right? You need to also pitch value to, to, to these companies. So, I pitched some YC founders. Some did not really onboard at that time, they later came back in the future, but at that time, they really didn't answer. Um, but some took a fly, um, you know, and started using the platform and even helped us to build what it is right now, you know, giving us feedback and things like that. So, on and on. So, the way that the platform works that because we focus on the developers, right. These developers are decision makers, CTOs and all of that of this company. So if you work for Schoolable, it would pitch you to Credpower. And if it works for Credpower, Credpower will pitch you to his guy in a PayStack. If pay Stack's guy asks for it. If it works for them, they'll pitch you to Bankly. Bankflies work for you. Bankly will pitch you to, Bankley. to show So the the, the 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 dev network is very small and they all know each other, right? So they are able to pitch you, right? So a lot of our growth was just organic, right? Developers pitching us to other, other developers. Right, that this platform works for their problem and you guys better u- u- use them and that's how we scale. Um yeah.
0: So the essence is value. I mean, I mean, you just have to effectively communicate your value, and that's yeah. what people want, irrespective of uh the program or the accelerator program you it, do. it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And like it, you said, if I mean, your platform you is very
1: alumni. terrible, yeah, if your platform is very bad. If it cannot do what it's saying you to do, people will leave. Even your your your, your batch mates will dump your platform, right? So it's not um, it's not automatic. It's not the YC brand at all. It's, no, it's just you, else, you need
0: right? to make sure you you even deliver on the experience on the promise of your product. That's exactly. what keeps people coming back. Because yeah. right now, if the guys at PayStar, for example, have like a terrible terrible experience, they yeah. wouldn't pitch it to the other guys. They
1: would they would yeah. definitely not. Uh,
0: all right. Yeah, so let's talk about ID Africa. I mean, I think this is a platform where you where you also make investments and startups. Can, can you tell us about that?
1: I yeah, want to so, that yeah. yeah, so basically, um, ID really works to, um, in partnership with Termite, right? So ID does, um, a lot of stuff that ID does is really partner uh, partnership with Termite. A lot of startups on ID, they all become customers at Termite, basically. So um, they work closely right? But the whole point of ID was that Temai was not the platform for for what ID is doing, right? Some founders like to do serial entrepreneurship, right? It's not me, right? I'm purely focused on Temai. but the only only the sole reason why ID started was because as a founder, I went through a lot of, I, I went through some tough times, right? And I was like, I don't want my founders, I don't want other founders to go through that same issue, right? So I went through a lot of things. I really did not get advice at the early stage, so there was a lot of wrong decisions right because the advice I couldn't get right and um, you know at that time I think right now is when investors are, are all over us at 2015 16 investors were very limited in the tech space so and even we didn't even have much of tech law uh, and things like, like that basically right so a lot of um, things that opportunities you have now many founders did not have at that time right so I wanted to really make it you know solve, solve, solve that so rather than just giving money give those advice so i didn't really start as an investment platform it started more like um, an advisory platform right so people founders came to me asking questions you know how how much allocation should i give to my co-founder how do i get a co-founder you know Um, how do i you know uh, sign a deal with this investor can you help me review this contract and stuff like that right those are the kind of things that i was doing so i was doing it as a support for some of the founders that I know, right, and it started getting much people say written to me on LinkedIn and all of that I was like, ah, this thing is getting so much right, and um, this founder some of them, if you don't answer them, they end up making wrong decisions, right and I realized that this founder only needs one to talk to, so I said, okay, you know what, let me build something around this thing, let me create a platform and have somebody manage it that can really attend to to, to these guys, you know and so I, I I did it I pitched it to my uh, wife, right, um, and um, a couple of other people, and you know, they are the other ones really running it at this time. So I don't really do anything to be honest at ID. Right. I'm just more like, if they call me to come and uh, maybe talk to a founder, that's when I do, right? But personally, I really don't do much, right? So we started that, and um, uh, I I started putting, I now realize that aside talking to this company, some of them still need some money, right? So I started putting my own 1K, 2K, and one k turned to 10K. You know, their valuations are increasing. So I think my first success was, the first company I invested in, first of all, was Dash. Dash in Ghana. Uh, I'm sure you heard about their issue in Ghana, but they are doing very fine. The guy is very, um, is aggressive, right? So I, that was my first investment, right? And I, I invested very early. It was very, very, it was just starting, right? So I was like a very, one of the first angels right, in, the, in, in Dash, all right? So that deal was doing fine then i think i did a deal with payhippo at that time and payhippo i think they are they are currently doing very well right so those deals work people got into yc i was like hmm, hmm, this thing seems to be working right so i then invested in a couple of other companies you know on and on and you know so i was just doing it 1k 2k and you know and it was working i had my own salary was, was going. So most of the deals we did early was was like a joint investment between I and my wife, right, it's in those companies. And um, she's the one running ID, not me. And so we did it together in those companies. And yeah, they end up doing fine. And you know, the rest is history. We built a platform around it. So rather than investing directly, rather than being an investment platform, we built like a startup support platform. So if you go going to platform, you notice that it's more like a platform. So this startup come on board partnered with the likes of Brex, Mercury, AWS, you know, IBM. So they get free credits, free perks. If they then we have like a list of angels they can talk to. So if they want to have office hours, they can book office hours with any of these angels. And these angels sit sits with them, talk through their business plans. We have community meetings. So although we've invested in 14, 15 companies, around 16 now. But then we have over 100 founders in our community and it's very active. They're always talking about their problems. They're always supporting each other. So that was the whole idea of, of ID. And right now, you know, it's doing pretty well. Great. And um, I mean, that that's
0: interesting. So how do you like, uh, how do you get connected to most of these founders? Like, how do you source those deals? Is it by intro? Do they reach out directly on the platform? Mm-hmm. Or how does it work?
1: For so I usually like tell people, I just tell people that um, I'm embedded in the in the heart of the ecosystem, but nobody really knows me, right? So much. What that means is this: is that I see every single company that is coming. I don't need to explain to you how. So any company that start up today, you know, in the African continent, I know that company, right? Because somehow, um, I have to provide them with some kind of service, right? So I see every every company, any company that investors are investing in right now. I've already seen them like six months ago when they started and when they are trying to push. So I see a lot of these. Let me put it like that. I see a lot of founders and a lot of them come to me actually before they even go to some of these VCs. And I tell them, okay, don't, don't go for that VC. Go for that VC basically. Right. So, 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 so I'm that guy that you, you don't know in the industry, but I'm, I'm, I'm quite, um, I'm quite, um, I know these founders, right. very in depth. And then, I've been able to also build some VC network, right? So a lot of deals also pass through VC. So some of them dump it on my desk first to give to to ask for their opinion, for my own opinion, right? So you know, like I'm more like an operator, a founder operator. So I know what I I, I am my partner. So I have a partner now, anyways. Aside from my uh, my wife, right, Francis Osifo from Fifty Four Gen. So we work together. He's also a general partner at ID, right? So we basically we've 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 gone along. We even doing the consulting days. We did stuff together. And so we know how to scale companies. We know what the problem is and how they can succeed. So most of these VCs just drop it on our decks. So, okay, what do you guys think about this? Should we invest? Um, you know, And just have their opinion. And we tell them, okay, this company, I think it could do well. And some of them jump Sometimes we invest our own, but some we don't invest. We just advise, them, okay, I think we should invest in these guys. Uh, we are not investing because maybe we don't have enough capital to put down. But I think you guys should, should go ahead. And some of those deals end up doing fine. So we get deals founders come to us actually we don't go to founders
0: all right amazing yeah so as as we round up is there anything you'd like to talk about i mean where do you see tamai in the nearest future what are the exciting product that you're building and any other thing you'd like to share with us
1: um Yeah, so so, so 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 like I said when I started, right, the whole idea, uh, right, at that time when we started was for Temai to be that good to communications platform, right, for everything, like more like an infrastructure, right. The way you have Flutter with us, an infrastructure in the payment space, that's what Temai wants to be, like, right? Not a messaging platform where you just push messages, you know. We want to be that infrastructure, right. That switch that everybody needs. That's why even you say our product is called Switch. We have some products which token, you know. Like we, we, we want to be that switch that people plug into and everything that they need to do right as regards um, either using messaging channels to engage or verify their customers right or authenticate any transactions right that it happens on our system right so we want to be that platform we want to really solve the headache for these companies you'll be shocked how this is a serious problem imagine you um, listen came on a platform with zero customers right at the time they started, right, they were they were just starting and right now they have tons of customers and they've scaled and grown, right, so you could see that if, if we're not able to help them at that point, you know, you, you, you really wonder how they would have scaled that fast, right, uh, basically, right, and, and so, so so it's really it's really something that is dear to us that this is real life, right, Helium Health, for example, are pushing messages for patients, doctors, you know, these are real life scenarios, so we see our work as life and death, it's not just making money, right? You know, we need to change our mind as mind as entrepreneurs. It's not just the money. Uh, what what exactly is the impact to the to the end the end user? And for us, we see that each message. That's why we don't even focus on marketing messages. We focus purely on user notifications, right? People that we are talking to, real time people that are making real time transactions, financial decisions, health decisions, education decisions. These are the things that matter to us. And and if these people don't get their... Um, maybe OTP codes or the, or, or, or the notification from their doctor or things like, like like that right It's going to it can affect them physically right you know really, really it can affect lives. So that's why we're very, very dedicated to it. So came going to scale very soon into many other things, but it's still going to be on this same premise right of making communications you know, accessible and very um, easy and affordable for African businesses.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Emmanuel Bolarde, for sharing that. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the Curious Skate Podcast. No
1: problem. Thank you, for
0: having me All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode. I, I believe you've enjoyed it like you did. And, um, I mean, let's just get to meet again next week uh, where I'll be having conversation with, I mean, awesome people on the show. And um, enjoy the rest of your
1: day. See you guys. Bye bye. <music>